Welcome to FileMaker Talk. This is Matt Navarre, and I'm here with my special guest, Dave Ramsey. Hi, Matt. So we're live at Pause on Error. This is day two, and I crack up because I must have had so much caffeine yesterday, and I listened to the podcast that I recorded, and I didn't even know I could talk that fast, so I'm going to try to go slower. It works for me. Uh, you probably didn't hear. You don't know what I'm talking about, but the listeners, you know. I haven't had a second. <laughs> I was in your session yesterday, and it was pretty electrifying. You've got some really, really cool iOS stuff, this new tool. The new tool is called Alert Flag, and it is effectively kind of like an iOS plugin. It's a helper application and a completely native iOS app that allows FileMaker Go developers to schedule local scheduled notifications to appear to the users even when FileMaker Go isn't running. So in many cases, it ends up being a replacement for some of those on-timer check every second or every five seconds. Has the time happened yet so that I can warn the person or remind them that they're supposed to do something? This can take that out and allow those notifications to happen in a completely iOS sort of way. So if I could summarize it, basically everyone can go right now to the, to the App Store and search for Alert Flag and download it. It's free. Yes, absolutely free. And I would say what it does is it puts FileMaker Go in the message center. That's a great way to put it. So so that you can essentially, with FileMaker Go not running, or FileMaker Go is running, you can click a button, and it sets up something that says, oh, three hours from now, there's this thing that I need to do that connects to a record in my database that's some script or whatever that gets run. And then you quit FileMaker Go. You maybe reboot your device. You come back, and a little alert pops up, and it says, oh, by the way, uh, it's, it's now 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You have to go to this meeting or do this thing that's due right now. Clicking yes, or what's the two button choices? Uh, I think it's cancel and view so by it, default. Okay, But it's you, overridable in the URL that, that schedules the notification. Right. So if the user clicks view, that actually runs FileMaker Go, loads the application. Of course, if there's authentication, it requires them to log in. And then runs a script and navigates to the specific record. Exactly. That is magic. Yes. For my perspective, it, one of the things that it does is it kind of makes FileMaker Go a little bit more of a first-party development platform. It makes a FileMaker Go app a little bit more of a full-fledged member of the iOS ecosystem, just in the way it works on the device. It feels a little bit more native when you can get these notifications, and you click on the notification, and your app pops right up and goes to the appropriate spot, just as if they'd said, oh, yeah, there's a new email, and you click on that, and it goes and shows you that email. That kind of tighter integration with the operating system itself, I think, really makes it feel more like a native app. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Because there's, you know, some of the other things about FileMaker Go are sort of, you know, there's, there's a continuum of time that they're adding these features. Right now, you don't get um, a lot of swipes um, you don't get a lot of these other things like iOS native looking buttons and not being in the message center was one of those things. And, and your app solves this nicely. I think so too. Uh, how are you going to, you're just going to make up uh, the fact that you're giving it away for free and make it up in volume. Exactly. I sell a hundred thousand copies for $0 and somehow that'll add up somehow. Um, it, at this point, it's really just a um, proof of concept, uh, getting the name out there right now. It's fit under my marketing budget. I might get some work out of it. I might not. Uh, it was actually a, uh, a expanded version of a tool that was originally put together by Rich Carlton Consulting as a proof of concept back during DevCon. Mm -hmm. 
and we took over development of it. Their original version was free. If nothing else, it was an opportunity for me to give something back to the community and just something to make everybody's tools better. Sure, and that's a beautiful thing. And you've done other things for the FileMaker community. You built this totally awesome thing called FM X-Ray Specs a couple of years ago. Yes, that's a lot of fun. And I, uh, it was, It's a great tool. You can take all your... Uh, take a whole layout. So like there's these, I see that there's, there's different levels of formality in different developer tools, right? You've got like the really formal ones like base elements and inspector. Yes. Mm -hmm. So like the, the XML analysis tools, the things that can handle a DDR and, and you get, for me, there's kind of a continuum of complexity and speed. So if you have inspector and, and things like that on one end, it's relatively slow to get, one piece of information. If you just need to know where one field is or one thing, that takes a little while, but you get a lot of depth. It's more exactly. like the, the semi-truck full of data. At the other end of the spectrum is something like... Um, to Empower FM, yeah. yeah. The To Empower FM Developer Assistant, yes. which is fantastic. It's always on screen. Right there, you just type it in, and boom, it finds what you need. Um, FM X-Ray Specs fits a little bit in the middle, and it's really for dealing with complex layouts by allowing you to see all the objects on the layout, kind of in a table view. So show me all the occurrences of this field on this layout. Uh, show me... Uh, every place, every field on this layout that uses a script trigger. What kind of script trigger? What script does it call? What's the uh, parameter that's being called by that script? And you can look at them and compare them and sort them and group them and filter and all yeah. sorts of fun stuff. It's good stuff. And what's your website? People can learn more about these things? Workflowdata.com. Workflow data. Now, did you have some other iOS stuff you want to talk about as well? What are you doing with, uh, with Go development? The biggest thing that we've got going right now is a, a large project for a roofing inspection and repair company. And by the time it's done, it's going to be absolutely massive. Probably one of the biggest systems we've ever done. Probably over 100 tables. A lot of deployed users. So offline users then resyncing back to the server on regular bases. Um, it was actually a piece of why alert flag was written is we needed these people who have scheduled inspection times to get calendar like reminders for the events that are coming up. Uh, we've got go zinc integration, go draw integration, um, just every piece of technology that we could come up with ended up having just a perfect home in this one system. So it will either be my magnum opus or not. <laughs> <laughs> Your secondary opus, <laughs> opus two, uh, hopefully. Well, I'm I'm hoping for the former. It's funny, I roofing. We haven't really talked about that, but I've had many roofing companies. I've built four independent roofing databases over the over my career, starting in the early '90s. I think was the when I built my first one. I, I always think it's interesting how developers, even without trying, will end up falling into a niche. They're not. Uh, they're not marketing to a particular group or anything like that, but there was a whole swath of time where five, six systems in a row were almost all marketing and advertising groups. It was just, that was what we did. Yeah. It uh, just sort of happens. That the, I remember, it's funny, the first one that I built was back when the SyQuest 44 meg drives were out. Remember those things? Yeah. Removable hard drive, really, really unreliable. The client convinced me, I don't know how it happened, he didn't want to buy a hard drive in his Mac he just wanted to use a SideQuest as his only hard drive and have like two or three cartridges and th with no really way to back it up except to floppy. He didn't actually have a hard drive in his computer because he was trying to save money or something. And so his master 
database was only on the SideQuest drive. Oh. It's yeah. Really, it's kind of a special kind of insane. Yeah, we, we've, uh, we actually had some clients pop up recently that said, hey, we've got these 44 and 88 meg SideQuest disks. Can you get the data off of them? And you know, we actually found a drive, spun it up, and the the drive surfaces completely delaminated, plastering the the drive media all over the inside of the enclosure. It was not good. So you didn't get the data then? Uh, no, not most of it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the data. It was all over the floor. <laughs> uh, quite literally, bits. Yeah, yeah. What other interesting parting shots would you have? What are what are your thoughts of pause so far? Uh, pause has been fantastic. This is actually my first one. I'd really wanted to come before and just most of the time I never even quite heard about it until it was passed. Um, I was talking to Shin Ninagawa and she was talking about coming and said, are you going to be there? I said, when? I, I want to go. And uh, there were still some slots available and, um, and just the, the concept of being able to say, okay, well, this is what I'd like to talk about. Let me find a room, find some space and let's have a conversation on it. Uh, it was a good sized group. Uh, for my presentation, um, I, I haven't seen any empty presentations. No matter how big the competition was for a particular time slot, and how you know you get some serious heavyweights that are all in separate rooms, and just everything everybody spreads out and finds the thing that they really want to talk about. And there seems to be somebody interested in just about every topic. I, I completely concur. I've noticed that too. Um, so yeah, the community has been great. It's been. A, a, even more than, than DevCon, I think it really is just a, like a pure community event. Not just in the, the way it's organized, but in the way it feels. It's just, it's, it's a, there's no breaks to the community sense. There's just activities along the way. But the, the overall sense of just one long extended bath in community, it, nothing breaks that. You know, sleep is about the only thing that removes me from the flow of everybody else and the exchange of ideas and what's going on and yeah. how people are getting along. And coffee speeds up the community in the morning and alcohol slows it down at night. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you.